Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Wherever I happen to catch you in the world at this moment, welcome one and all to Chance by Chance. This is a resource for young artists and entrepreneurs as they learn to navigate the professional field. I have a growing list of podcast episodes with people ranging from school administrators to grant makers and foundation leaders to theater artists to musicians. And that's what we have more in store for you today. Wyatt Fuller and Des Lawrence are coming on the podcast. They are the drummer and bassist, respectively, of the widely popular, relatively new, and University of Minnesota-based band Early Eyes, with shows at the historic 7th Street Entry, Triple Rock Social Club, The Art House, and many more. These guys have been rising in the ranks of their peers and the community in general. I wanted to have them on the podcast to offer some lessons and reflections on their first year of being in a band. And both of them are from out of state, which I think lends some fresh perspective on the Twin City scene and what we have here. If you enjoyed one of the previous podcasts with Mitchell Seymour of the Happy Children, you will be sure to enjoy this one. There's a lot of similarities, and those guys know each other pretty well, I take it. It was really one of my first times getting to know both Wyatt and Des, but (laughs) they are both incredibly funny. I had a great time and looking forward to seeing more of them in the future. Thanks, as always, to Josh Johnson at Saxophone Capone on SoundCloud for providing the opening track to this podcast. Without further ado, everyone, here is the rhythm of early eyes. Why, Des, welcome to the show. Thank you. Chance, thanks for having us. Yeah, yeah. Well, man, you guys had a show last night. You have a show again tonight. You're going hard lately. Where's this motivation come from? We usually just take what we get, and like we've yeah. had a lot of people reach out to us for um, events, yeah. and we've just kind of run with it. It just kind of happens that way. Like some, some we'll go like a couple of weeks without having a show, and then boom, two people hit us up. Hey, can you play this day, this day? And we'll have two or three shows, like not necessarily <laughs> back to back to back, but really close. Do you just take as as many shows as possible? Right, right now um, we have been, but I think we're going to we're going to cut back, cut a back bit. a little bit, be a little more selective. Yeah, exactly. Okay, we're working on our EP and stuff. So. Yeah. So, looking at uh, maybe approaching shows a little differently, you've got the EP coming up. What all are you focusing on? Like, what's the what's the number one right now? Would you say? Definitely the EP. Yeah, EP? the EP. Yeah. We've uh, been working a lot. It's been quite a tedious process, yeah. but. Practicing um, with a click and whatnot. Yeah. It's, tough. It's, it's tough, but yeah, the EP is probably our number one priority at the moment. Awesome. And is that uh, songs you've been playing in your live shows up to this point? Any new material? Pretty much all. Yeah, no, all songs that we've been playing. Yeah, live. we've had the same songs for a while, and we're going <laughs> to finally translate them onto a, a record or yeah. a little EP there. So. Can't wait, man. Yeah. And they're, uh, they're popular songs. We were talking before we started recording. You have really found quick success as a band. I mean, things are growing at a rapid pace. Do you just want to uh, recount the first show and what all transpired? I was planning on playing this amphitheater show at the Ferguson Amphitheater at the U with this jazz piano player, Ethan. And we were just going to play some jazz standards, but then he, he got really, really sick. 
So we decided to take the semester off to recover and stuff. And this was about the time that I started jamming. Well, I guess we all started jamming. And yeah, we just we had a few songs, so I figured I'd ask these dudes if they wanted to play with me, play as a group. Yeah. And so we did it, and it kind of blew up. We <laughs> made a Facebook page that night. I don't know who did it. It was me, yeah. Well, I thanks, made Wyatt. <laughs> the Facebook page and the Instagram page. Overnight, it got like 250 likes, I guess. Yeah. And it was kind of just like... Just uh, like that. Yeah. Yeah, it was just like a very big surprise, and <laughs> that kind of just motivated us to keep going it at it and uh people just liked what they heard so yeah. yeah have there been any other big moments like that where you felt wow people are really liking this and you doubled yeah. down your effort just yeah pretty much like all the time yeah. all the time. <laughs> it's like I mean, more specifically just recently at the at the triple rock that was mm. our favorite show of all time we had a blast and the people had a blast I think we almost sold it out. Maybe we sold yeah. it out. I mean, we and the Happy Children and William Within and Nomenclatures. All together, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Can't take too much credit. Right, no. But yeah, I mean, even in shows like last night, we played at the garage, and not many people came out just because it was pretty far away, and it's still kind of the holiday season, people are on break, but we played to, like, a bunch of new people, and it was not... It wasn't like our best show. We didn't like. Yeah. We've been working on the EP, like we said, for a while. So yeah, we didn't even really get to practice. <laughs> yeah, so we didn't play very well. But people like came up to us and they were like, "That blew my mind." Like, yeah, there was that was amazing. There was, so there was one dude that was <laughs> sorry, something in my mouth. Uh, there was one dude that came up to us and he was like, "I've only been to a few musical performances, but this one was by far my favorite show that I've ever been to." So, it meant a lot. Yeah, when people say stuff like that, it's yeah, like very it heartwarming. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Are you both students mm-hmm. at the U? I I go to the U. I go to IPR, the College of Creative Arts. Wow. Can we just talk a little bit about life beyond the band, like what you're doing there, and maybe jobs if yeah, sure. if you're working and and all that. So I worked at the Doc Martin store at the Mall of America for about a month until <laughs> I realized that school work and the band life is kind of extremely hard to maintain Hmm. so I stopped working there I guess I can really speak for everyone when I say like all we do is like school homework and practice like (laughs) all the time not bad what are you studying in school audio production and sound engineering pretty much producing and uh just recording are you recording and producing your EP then? I am not. We have Zeke Erickson of Subaquatic Records. Oh, cool. Um, he's doing all the production aspects of our EP, and then we have Brian McKee doing engineering for the drums and bass. Yeah. How did you bring him on board? It was a, yeah, it was a very last-minute thing. I just, like, went on this Facebook page, and I was like, can anybody record us for this weekend? And Brian <laughs> got back to us right away, and he was like, yeah, I record drums pretty much on the regular, so... He helped us out a lot by taking that solid for us. All right, cool. And Des, how about school? What are you studying? Uh, Where where do you work? All that. I don't work right now. Rock and roll, man. No income, (laughs) just outcome. Um, But did you just say no income, just outcome? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But (laughs) school. I'm just kind of taking stuff that's interesting to me right now. I really don't have any idea what I'd like to do. Well, obviously, I'd like to just play in early eyes for yeah. the rest of my life, but or for a good measure of that. Yeah. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm just taking classes that are interesting to me. This semester, I'm doing some psychology and 
digital media, hoping that'll help our social media game a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> oh, definitely. I, I think it will. Every little bit helps. Are you families and friend groups, is everyone really supportive of what you're doing these days? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I mean, me and Des are actually probably, we're, yeah, we're the farthest from the cities. Yeah, Jake and Henry are from around here. Yeah, so our parents, I feel like, don't really have a full understanding. Des... Does yeah. his dad, I guess. My, my dad came up for a couple of shows. And a couple of my friends from Madison came up for a couple of shows. So mm-hmm. I think it's safe to say that my friends and family are pretty supportive yeah. of I'd also I'd, I'd say the same. My my mom and dad have both been very on board. And, uh, yeah, they've never, like, actually seen us play. And they haven't heard anything except for our demo. But, <laughs> um, yeah, that's all we got. They, uh, <laughs> yeah, they, they've been very supportive of the, the band. Do um, either of your parents have any sort of artistic background? Not at all. No, not really artistic background, but I do have to give them a lot of credit for, like, musical influence. Growing up, my dad was always playing, like, the Beatles and the Beach Boys and Grateful Dead. Mm. And then my mom had the Smiths and a good amount of reggae and stuff going cool, on. So. Cool, How was it that you both made your way around to music then? Well, I mean, I took piano lessons, obviously, like, mm-hmm. early on, but I was never really interested. And then I watched The School of Rock with, with Jack, Jack Black. Black. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. <laughs> and then I saw him performing. I was like, dang, that looks fun. I need to play one of those instruments. And I figured guitar had too many strings, look too hard. Everybody plays the drums. So I was like, bass. Nobody plays the bass. I'm going to play the bass. So, and you did? Yeah. And then How I old were you when that happened? I was fifth grade. First right. fifth grade, I don't remember. Yeah, and I just got my first drum set when I was like six for Christmas, like very spontaneously. My like my parents just like gave it to me, and uh, I didn't really touch it much. But then, like going growing up, I was friends with like a lot of like athletes and stuff. So I'm a very short guy. So <laughs> sports isn't like always my thing. I played ice hockey for a while, but um, I just kind of used music as like a way to like interact with people still but yeah it was something that I could do by myself because nobody else really did music around me so that's like kind of how I just I just started playing it when I was like 11 yeah and uh yeah it went pretty well from from there on looking at the band and the way you manage your time and resources what does the practice schedule look like how do you break down practices once you're actually in the room (laughs) you have any sort of system in place yeah, so, well, I mean, yeah. over, over break we've been at Jake's house, but most of the time we're yeah. in Middlebrook. When we're in, when we're in school, it's kind of In tough. a dorm? Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> Middlebrook has, like, practice rooms that you can run out for an hour at a time. Sometimes, well, I mean, typically they go over. Usually we practice for, like, three hours. Wyatt comes over to Middlebrook all the time, so whenever we're all there, we just... Put the drums and guitar amps in a cart and... <laughs> Shovel it on up to the practice room. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever we got time. A couple noise complaints, but uh, yeah. we take what we can get. A couple True. noise complaints yeah. per practice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not as bad as it could be if they haven't told you to stop, you know, stop playing altogether. Yeah, right. that's true. Have you guys started making money through shows at all yet? Yeah. Yeah, I think we've made almost a thousand total Okay. from like t-shirts and Just yeah, ticket sales. I mean, but that's only over the course of like three months. Yeah, yeah. which is which is so, not bad at all. No, we've uh, been very lucky and yeah. fortunate for what we uh, what we've been given. Yeah, 
just have been rolling with it as much as possible. But I think now we're at a point where we're going to start not doing as many shows and like picking a few, maybe like a couple a month and just trying to hold back a lot of the new stuff that we're working on so that it's more of a bigger deal when um, the time actually comes. Yeah, and it's always fun to surprise people too. Yeah. <laughs> hey, new song, new show, <laughs> new this, new that. Yeah, gotta keep it fresh. Yeah. Gotta keep it fresh. How do you all know each other? Weird um, story. <laughs> yeah, it's actually very funny. So I was talking to I was talking to Jake and Henry a little bit before school actually started, just through a Facebook page, and then it was kind of just like for musicians at the U. So I actually ran into Jake at a train station, the East Bank train station, and <laughs> talked for a little bit, and then he kind of invited me over to Meadowbrook, and we like made some, I think it was pie or so, something weird like that. And, Wait, um, you made pie? Yeah, we made pie in the kitchen of Meadowbrook. That doesn't seem like the sort of thing you just scrape together, you know, yeah, when you're looking for, the, for food. It's, yeah, it's, it's like a, it's, <laughs> that's. <laughs> I mean, they made, they made the plan. Yeah, yeah it was... Let's go make pie this day. Yeah, it was completely besides the point, know. but <laughs> anyways, <laughs> I met up with um, Jake and Henry, and then... Des, if you care to explain yeah. it. I just kind of waltzed in. So for freshmen at the U, they they do this really extra thing where they rent out the entire Mall of America or something. Oh, I've heard of that. Nickelodeon like Nickelodeon Universe? Universe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was just like waiting in line for this bus stop ride, which I was terrified of. I don't know how I got in that line. Somebody convinced me. But I'm just I was just waiting in this line, kind of looking at people going upside down in all different directions. And then somebody next to me said, hey, I like your sweater. And I was like, hey, thank you. And then I just kept on talking to this person, and it turned out that it's, it's, she's now our friend, yeah. a really good friend, Emily Koenig. Hi, Emily. <laughs> Emily and I started hanging out, and then one time we were just chilling. We were leaving Middlebrook, and we ran into Jake and our friend Maddie, and I saw them, and I was like, wow, they look cool. And then Emily apparently thought the same thing, and she's like, Whoa, you guys are so pretty. Like, let's be friends. So then we were friends, and then Jake invited us. Yeah, Jake invited us to go chill in the basement, which is, we just call their room the basement. I just waltzed in there with my bass one night, and uh, Wyatt was there, and I, Henry and Jake are roommates, so they were both there. I don't think anybody was really planning on playing like a ton of music that yeah, night, but but I, but I was. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, let's jam, yeah. so and then we did. I whipped out my little launch pad and yeah. we started going at it, and it was a uh, it was a grand old time. That yeah, was, was the a beginning blast. Of it. What what did that look like? Did anyone have full songs that the others mm. added onto, or were you? We were just yeah, we mean, were doing this uh, jam that Henry and Jake were working on. Hmm. Jake was playing the keys. Henry was playing the guitar with his slide. I was playing the bass, and Wyatt was playing his little drum pad, punchy pad. thingy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In a way, we still have songs that we use that Jake just brought over, Henry brought over, like Garden and mm-hmm. um, Change Your Season and Waste of Time. Yeah, Garden um, and Change Change Your Season were our first two. I think Garden was like the first song that we really sat down and worked on and wrote. Yeah. Um, new parts for it. But Henry had, like, the basis of it. Yeah. Originally, it was going to be this, like, slow guitar and vocals, 
for like the first half and then everybody else comes in but we figured it out yeah it's totally changed now cool yeah the two of you are obviously pals. I mean, just just looking at you, best friends, oh, yeah. man. Um, within guy. the within the band, the four of you, is it about the band and you like come together and you play music and that's the space in which you connect and that's that, or have deep friendships started to develop outside oh, of that? Definitely. Really? Yeah. 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 I mean, best just friends. yeah. Really? As a band, like the four of us connect on such a great way that mm-hmm. like. Probably some of the best friends I could have ever had. Wow. It's kind of crazy how it happened. Ended up in the same room one night, then became best friends, and yeah. became bandmates. Yeah. It's a heck of a story. The yeah. rest is history. Well, uh, looking forward, we've got the EP, of course, but where do you see this all going? Let's say two years from now, if you could be anywhere, doing anything, taking any sort of realistic yeah. concept of time or money out of the equation, like, you could be anywhere at all. What's going on in two years? We're playing a tour in uh, England somewhere, probably. <laughs> Just uh, living no, the man. dream. Selling out huge arenas, dude. Playing at 20,000 <laughs> Nah, I'm just kidding. That's not really for me. I like, I like the sound of England. I yeah. think that sounds pretty Just nice. anywhere, really. As long as we can play shows and people are dancing to it, I think that's like, we'll just keep you know, yeah. taking what we can get, so. Man, it's a world of possibility. People dance everywhere. Oh, yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, sometimes. Sometimes yeah. we have to tell them to dance. Yeah. <laughs> Takes a little nudge. Yeah. yeah. Who else in the community do you think is doing good work? Who have you been impressed by, whether that's in music oh, or otherwise? This is an easy question. Yeah. yeah. Happy children blow our socks off every single yeah. time. We play with them, like, at least, like, four times a month, and every time oh, I don't know about that like, <laughs> no? like once a month maybe no way more than that one <laughs> alright okay anyways every time maybe we play twice. with the happy children every time we see the happy children play it's such an uplifting experience yeah. their, mm-hmm. their music gets gets us like right in the soul they're just know. extremely talented Caleb Mitchell and Judo just yeah. incredible musicians and they write really good stuff I mean there's tons of artists around the cities like so many that I couldn't even mention but uh, Juniper Douglas. Yeah, Juniper Douglas. Uh, just creative, theatrical yeah. mm. masterpieces. Also, little little <laughs> band on the come up too. Why not? Why not? Yeah. It's pretty cool. Okay, yeah, they've yeah. been they've been in the scene. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and lastly, good luck finding Iris. Uh, oh, for sure. Yeah. Close friends for for a while now. They're about to make some moves, I'm sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. man, we're we're so fortunate to live in such a time and place that this is all going on. You know, it wouldn't be the same if there were one band doing their thing it's yeah. it's really amazing that there's this group all it's on the come up yeah. you know we can all feed off of each other's energy and work and support each other i feel so lucky for that too yeah yeah because i just came i came to minnesota i mean obviously in search of a band that was mm-hmm. kind of my number one priority hmm. but i didn't know that i was going to stumble upon this huge scene of wonderful people and wonderful musicians yeah surprise i know <laughs> yeah i yeah. can say the same exact thing like just I came from New Jersey and you like meet so many people so quickly and then one second they're here and the next second they're gone and it's just such like a big space but here in Minnesota it's like very close and the Twin Mm. Cities are like great place like there's so many places you can play and so Mm. many people who just want to listen and dance to you and support you you meet people and they don't just leave it's like you meet people and they're still here and they're supportive and just great great people something special for sure if people are looking to find you, where can we send them? 
Mm-hmm. We have a Facebook page. You can just look up Early Eyes. And um, we're on Instagram at Early Eyes Band and Twitter also at Early Eyes Band. And come see a show. Yeah, yeah. come see a show. Come on out and dance. Mm-hmm. Well, guys, thank you for the time. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us. And I'll look forward to seeing you soon. Definitely. Thank see you. you soon, Chance. <laughs> Woohoo! Yeah! That's a wrap. All right. People. Show Early Eyes some love. Go see a show. Pick up this new release. When it comes out, I'll keep you posted on all of that. I'll share a track on your way out today. It's called Change Your Season by Early Eyes. But first, I just want to say, if you've been making use of the podcast, first of all, thank you for listening. And second of all, you can show your thanks by going to iTunes, leaving a rating or a view. You can show your thanks by sharing this with your friends, your family, your own audience, depending on who you are. If you're extremely thankful, you can go over to patreon.com and arrange a one-time or recurring donation. Every little bit of it helps me to do more of this, and I want to do more of this, so any support you can offer is greatly appreciated. All right, like I promised, here is Change Your Season by Early Eyes. Thank you for listening.